0: The Chargers are in a really bad salary cap situation right now, and it's starting to become more and more likely that they have to part ways with Keenan Allen.
1: You are Locked On Chargers, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: What is up and welcome to the Lockdown Chargers podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade, joined as always by my co-host, David and We've been covering the Chargers now for seven seasons together, but this is our fifth season as a host of the Lockdown Chargers podcast, bringing your team every day. Thank you guys for making this your first listen today and to make sure you never miss the show, go subscribe to the Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel and also follow the show for free on all platforms, wherever you get your podcasts from. And David, conversation we don't want to have right what do the Chargers do with Keenan Allen because of their salary cap space Daniel Popper came out with a great article on the athletic just really outlining what the Chargers salary cap situation is right now and it feels like the Chargers can't get rid of Keenan Allen but it's very hard to find where the money is going to come from especially when Keenan Allen is playing he's still producing at an elite level and it's a very tough situation and we will get into a situation where there is a way that they can keep Keenan Allen and get under the salary cap. And we'll also talk about, hey, if you're just going to resign yourself to cutting him, or do you trade him? Do you try to get something out of that? And also just the fact that, like, are you helping Justin Herbert by making this move? You know, Justin Herbert should be getting more weapons, not less weapons. And it's just, it just puts the Chargers... In a really, really tough spot. But this episode of Lockdown is brought to you by Nissan. The only thing more exciting than the big game is the all new, all electric 2023 Nissan Aria. There's only five days left of the Super Bowl. Are you ready? The Nissan Aria, the EV for the people who love to drive. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Here we are, David. Shout out to Daniel Popper and Athletic, always writing very good content, you know, and I think outlines this tricky salary cap situation pretty well, honestly. But this is the basic, you know, gist of it, David. The Chargers are $23 million over the cap, basically, if you factor in what their rookies are going to be paid or need to be paid because of their draft slots. So the Chargers have to clear that up before the new league year starts. They have to be able to get under it. And there's only so many places where it can come, but it's just crazy that we're here right now having to have this conversation of it becoming more likely, as Daniel Popper said, he thinks the likeliest situation is that Keenan Allen, one of the franchise's best wide receivers ever, is going to be cut. Yeah,
1: it's hard to sit here and fathom. Uh, I mean, just sitting here as a lifelong Charger fan, a guy who has watched Keenan Allen perform, you know, since you know, he came into the league in 2013 when he was absolutely, you know, just uh, an unbelievable third round pick, a, a guy that played with just beautiful grace, you know, the ability to to get open and, and really just be a lot more explosive than we ever expected. And, you know, now he, sit, he sits here with the Chargers and, He's number two in receiving yards, number two in receptions, just w- simply one of the best receivers in Chargers history. To So to sit here and to have to and be
0: behind in those. I mean, I mean yeah, he's, Antonio he's Gates, there with, yeah. Charlie yeah. Joyner.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, Lance Allworth. I mean, is is Lan- there's not Charlie Joyner, really- Lance Allworth. Yes. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, obviously great Hall of Fame type players. And, and you know, that's kind of the track. That keenan is on and to, you know to have to sit here to uh, you know actually have this conversation legitimately kind of hurts your heart a little bit
0: and it's like i'm still hoping you know there's a way that they can figure it out but like at this point it only comes to pushing the problems further down the road yeah. pushing bigger cap hits to later years you know by restructuring contracts because when you restructure contracts it does open up more salary cap space for that year yeah. But it adds to the cap hit of whatever years are left on that player's contract. So it's just getting moved down the road. They have more yeah. space down the road. So in certain situations, that makes sense. But you're not going to be able to get out of it. You're always, the bill's always going to come at some point, right? And if you just, if you think about restructuring Keenan Allen, you're not really helping yourself out much. Because right now, after this season, the Chargers could get out of his contract with only $2.7 million in dead cap. And they could basically save all of that money over $20 million. This is where it's at right now, though. If they wanted to restructure according to popular eight million, they could save this year, which would help. But then their two point seven million dollar dead cap hit next year would move up to eleven million, so it just makes it harder. Then, right now, if they release him, they save fourteen point eight million. If they post, if they give him a post June first designation on cutting him, they would save seventeen and a half million. That's a big chunk out of that twenty three million, right? That they have to get to, obviously. And the post-June 1st designation is basically two players from your team. You can give a post-June 1st designation cut to. And even if you cut them in March, you can still designate it for after June 1st. And what that would do is let him go try to find a new team and would give the Chargers the leeway during free agency to do what they have to do. Right, So that's on the table. But David, I mean, even last season, like Keenan Allen was their most consistent offensive weapon when he was healthy. He was their most dynamic offensive weapon. When he was healthy in the eight games, he was healthy, not including the game. He got hurt first or the Seahawks game where he came in and could barely play. He averaged in those games, seven and a half catches, 84 receiving yards, right? And half a touchdown. Basically, if you span that over a season, this is where he would rank 1400 yards, which would have ranked uh, sixth in the league this season, 127 catches second, second, eight touchdowns tied for ninth all amongst wide receivers. That's top 10 numbers and basically all of the big receiving categories, right? So he was still an elite receiver when he was healthy this year. And that's what makes this so tough. But the other thing is, is he still only played 10 games, right? So like the health has to be factored into it, even though he's not injury prone. The amount of time it took him to come back from that hamstring injury is obviously weighing heavy because that's a big decision you have to make right now. If you knew you were going to get 17 games of Keenan Allen next year, I think you sign up for that every time, right? And you make it work but yeah. it's not just as simple as that.
1: No, it's not. I mean, that's why, you know, people make a lot of money to have to make these type of decisions. But to sit here and tell me that Keenan Allen is injury prone just lets me know that you don't really pay attention to the Chargers or Keenan Allen because Right. Yeah, he had some issues in the beginning of his career with the, you know, with the ACL, but those are like major type of injuries. Then he came comes back and he plays 16 or 17 games in five straight seasons, has 97 plus catches in almost all of those seasons, almost a thousand yards or more in every single one of those seasons until this year. And yes, you have to also consider that Keenan Allen is on the wrong side of 30. And we know that whenever you hit that kind of threshold things start to take a little bit longer to have to recover from. And, you know, he plays a position that requires his legs to be in top shape. You know, he, he's a, a technician type receiver. He relies on that quickness, on that route running prowess, that ability. So, you know, it's definitely something that it's a really, really tough decision. But factoring all of these things in place, it's hard to imagine you're going to be able to replace Keenan Allen, but it's also hard to kind of figure out where the money's going to come from because it has to come from somewhere.
0: I think it's just hard to imagine them cutting out and and getting better, right? That's exactly right. Offensively, I mean, last year he was obviously really good when he was out there, but at the same time, David, like the money has to come from somewhere. I mean, this is from Popper as well. There's only six players on the Chargers that can save four plus million. Anyone who's saying cut J.C. Jackson or Joey Bosa, if you cut Joey Bosa, you get thirty-eight million dollars in dead cap money. Not happening. You cut J.C. Jackson, it's about twenty million this season, and you're not saving any money. It no. doesn't make any sense. You won't save money on those contracts until after the 2023 season. That's just yep. how it's set up in their contracts. Yep. These are the guys. Khalil Mack, you could save $22.9 million if you cut him post-June 1st. That's basically everything you need right there. But you're cutting Khalil Mack, and you only have Chris Rump behind him. You have three edge rushers under contract right now, Rump, Bosa, and Khalil Mack. You just can't do you it. cut Keenan Allen. You cut Michael Davis, who's as important now as ever. You cut Matt Filer, which is obviously something we think is likely. Yeah, that's like only six and a half million dollars that you save right there out of twenty three million. That's just a small chunk out of that. Yeah, Corey Lindsley five point three million or ten point five million post June first, five point three before June first. You can't cut Corey Lindsley like it's not can't. even like, a conversation, yeah. right? And then there's Gerald Everett at four point two five million, which is also just a small chunk too, right? Even if you yep. think that money could or that production is more easily replaced than Keenan Allen, which it is, it's just going to be really tough. I I mean, the Chargers are going to have to restructure a lot. They're going to have to really you know, cut all of these ancillary guys. And Daniel Popper, to his credit, did outline a way that the Chargers could get under the cap without cutting Keenan Allen with some restructuring, with a couple of other cuts to some veterans on their roster. So we're going to talk about the scenario that keeps Keenan Allen on the team, because I think that's what most fans would prefer at this point. He's been such a good player for them. And we're also going to talk about hey, if you're going to cut him, you better at least get something for him. I mean, this is too good of a player to let go for free, but what could you get back for him with his age, with his cap it, and all those things? So we're going to talk about that. But I do need to tell you guys that today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks, my favorite daily fantasy app. And right now, you guys should be getting your selections in for the big game. And with Price Picks, it's different than other daily fantasy sites because all you have to do is pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projections, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. There's no competing against other people, it's just you versus the projections, and even if you're not trying to do football right with the big game coming up this weekend, hopefully everyone has their parties plans. So you can do a bunch of other sports too, especially if the Chargers have scarred you too much to go with football. You can go NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA college football, men's college basketball, NASCAR tennis, MMA, whatever you're looking for, you can find it at PrizePix. And the entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. And it's that easy with safe and fast withdrawals. They're currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. So make sure you guys download the PrizePix app or go to PriceFix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports today. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. That means you put $100 in they will match that hundred dollars if you put in fifty. They will give you fifty. So don't forget to use the promo code Locked On at sign up for that instant deposit match up to one hundred dollars. I think of the question on many fans' minds is, "Hey, there has to be a way the Chargers can keep Keenan Allen, right? As bad as yeah. it looks right now, you know, you see other teams like the Saints and you know other teams who have put themselves in figure very, it very out, deep. right? Yeah. And they've been pushing the can down the road for a while, and they'll probably continue to do that this year, right? They have to, yeah." poor rosh jackson Uh but it's there is a way there are ways that they can do it but they're going to have to push some money down the road and this is the most simple way to do it that daniel popper outlines here he says you have start by cutting gerald everett and and matt feiler to save 10.75 million and you restructure joey bosa to save the max amount which would save the charges another about 15 million right and that would get them up to 25.97 million in savings enough to get under the cap, enough to pay their draft picks, but only a little bit left over. So as much as we're saying, you know, it is doom and gloom, technically, David, there is still a chance. There is a pathway for the Chargers to make it work with Keenan Allen still on the roster.
1: That's exactly what I wanted to hear. I mean, just I I don't care about the we can't do it. You know, the the money is is tight. You know, figure it out. I mean, we've seen a bunch of other teams across the league do just unbelievable, the ridiculous cap gymnastics to get cap compliant and to be able to field a, a quality football team and you know one of the things that just kind of keeps ringing in my mind is Tom Telesco saying I'd, I'd rather have a bunch of good players than a lot of cap space and you know he was talking specifically about Keenan Allen in that situation so you know this is a not just you know a, a good situation it seems like a likely situation if they do want to keep Keenan Allen on the roster there are going to have to be some cuts that they're going to have to make and, and these are the ones that you know I think hurt the least amount if, if you're going to want
0: to do this if, if your plan
1: is to keep Keenan I think this is a decent plan to go with
0: well the filer one's obvious right but that's yeah. the only kind of example that we're talking about today where the chargers have a clear backup plan you have Jamari yeah. Sawyer right that can you feel i can go in and fill in at left guard yes you don't have a gerald Everett replacement you don't have a keenan allen replacement right in the depth behind him you don't have a joey bosa or khalil mack replacement obviously so like at left guard you feel fine gerald Everett hurts he was very productive he played a big role for the chargers offense this season yeah either way it just seems a lot more likely you'd be able to find someone right that could replace gerald everett's production Easier than you could go find someone that can replace Keenan Allen's production, and you know you still want to get more explosive, you still want to do other things and, and kind of revamp the offense in that way. Yeah, still, it, it's just not that easy to do. And the other thing is with getting cap compliant in this scenario, right? Getting that twenty five point nine seven by restructuring Joey Bosa and cutting Gerald Everett and Matt Feiler. Yeah, where's the rest of the money coming from, David? Because at that point, that you're only three million under the cap, and you have free agents like Trey Pipkins like drew tranquil like morgan fox so like even in this situation david it still doesn't seem like a keenan Allen cut would be totally out of the question because it's like where is the money coming from to keep adding on because we know this chargers team as it's currently constituted isn't enough and health is a big factor and all of those things but how do you even keep most of this nucleus together
1: right well that's just the starting point that's not the end that's only right. the beginning of the moves that they have to and make that's a lot a couple, of
0: gymnastics already yeah
1: right absolutely and a couple other restructures that Daniel Popper kind of points out is you know you can restructure JC Jackson and get 8.19 million and also get 6.22 million if you restructure Corey Lindsley I mean a couple of players I mean more so Lindsley you're not going to cut Corey obviously he's integral right. to the Chargers success on the offensive line. So that seems like a move that's almost a a, a done deal to make. And for JC, I mean, that's a little bit trickier because you just don't know the nature of the recovery of his injury. Because that particular injury, the you know the torn patellar tendon, could be a career ender. You know, we just don't know on how that is going to happen. Obviously cross your fingers and you know, he comes back and he's hundred percent and he can be that same guy, but those are a couple other moves that can give you a little bit more space to try to you know, keep Keenan and also try to retain some of the other players that you need to bring back into the fold because they, they can't afford to lose everybody. They're going to have to make some things happen.
0: And all of those restructures, right, are just going to make it higher cap hits that you have after. That's the right. Yeah. It's just going to, you know, make it tougher. But like, all
1: your actions have consequences. But, of you course. know, you're going to
0: do what you got to do. But you, yeah, exactly. And like, you, you're going to have to deal with some of those things. It's just you also had to think about the chargers and what they've done historically, right? Which sure. is not restructure a lot of contracts. That's, I mean, last year was one of the first times we've seen Tom Telesco do it. You, you can count on my one hand. How many times? Yeah. Ed McGuire does Pelesko's not like restructuring. Yeah. No, because they don't like dead cap and restructuring creates more dead cap later on down the road, especially sure. for someone like JC Jackson. After next year, you can get out of that contract at pretty much $5 million in dead cap for his last three seasons and save yeah. about 30 million plus dollars. Right. So like, yeah. You have an avenue there to get out of it. And right now you want that avenue. If you're putting that money elsewhere, it's hard. Like, And it feels like you just kind of have to bite the bullet on it, even though you don't even know if J.C. Jackson can be an impact player for the Chargers in 2023, which makes it tough. Yeah. If you are resorting to, hey, we have to cut Keenan out. We have to get him off the books to make anything work in 2023, right? If the Chargers have decided it, though, why would you ever cut him? Why would you not get something back for him? I don't even know why cutting him is an option right now just because – Like, yeah, you'd be doing him a favor. He'd get an option to go, you know, resign, I mean, and have his choice of teams. But, like, even if he gets traded, all that money he's still going to get. He's not going to lose a lot out of that, right? Yeah. But at the same time, David, like, for a player that good, like, you can't come away with nothing from that.
1: You better not. (laughs) <laughs> you absolutely better not. If you are like you said earlier, if you are resigning yourself and you have already made up the decision in your mind that we are going to move on from Keenan now and we have to do this for the longevity of our franchise, we to you know to be able to keep all the other guys that we want to keep or be able to make the moves we want to make. You better get something out of him because he is still extremely productive and very valuable. And I know that there are several teams with an uh, unbelievable, outrageous amount of cap space that would be more than happy to add Keenan Allen to the fold. I mean, you're going to sit here and tell me that the Chicago Bears wouldn't call up the Chargers and say, hey, I'll make a deal for Keenan Allen to give give to our young superstar
0: quarterback. Of course they would. That's been floated around there. I mean, there's other teams. They got 90 million in
1: cash. They have so much money. They don't even know what to do with this offseason. So there's a bunch of teams that even with Keenan over 30 years old would definitely bring him into the fold because they know he is still a productive receiver
0: in this league. And unfortunately, it just seems like whatever they get back in that trade is just not going to feel worth it. for It doesn't feel like it. And man, like. Let's be honest, dude. He's just a fun player. He, he's yeah. been fun to cover. He's been fun to watch his career arc and having him do what he's been able to do has been great. The man. Charisma,
1: like, the personality on and off the football field, the production, yeah. you know, the, the guy it's that hard. talks trash and backs it up. Sure. I mean, he's just been a really, really good football player and a really fun, really just awesome personality to be able to cover, uh, you know, the entirety of his career. And hopefully we get to continue that.
0: Yeah, for sure. But. It's hard to know what you're going to get back from it. And that's the hard that's thing right. about this, because with this cap situation for him, bright w- since it could kind of be a one year deal, if it doesn't work out for whatever team, the team would have a rip cord to get out of it after the 2023 season. So there is some freedom there or keep them at a, you know, 20 plus million dollar cap it, which isn't that much for receivers nowadays. Anyways, at least the elite receivers, if you're producing like that, but, A.J. Brown goes for a first and a third. Obviously, he was coming off his rookie contract. Same thing with Hollywood Brown, right? And you get a first-round pick for a third in Hollywood Brown. Devontae Adams, a first and a second at 29, obviously. That's closer to Keenan Allen's age, but was playing as the best receiver in the entire NFL. So it's hard to even really, you know, it's hard to compare it to that one. And then you have someone like Amari Cooper, right? 27 multiple thousand-yard seasons. He gets a fifth-round pick back. The Cowboys do for that. And then you have like a DeAndre Hopkins, right, where it's like a second round pick and David Johnson swapping fourth round pick. So it's just it's kind of all over the place as far as where these receivers go. But the Chargers don't have a ton of leverage if teams think they're going to have to cut him to get under the cap. And that's what makes it a lot more tricky. But if they do trade him as opposed to cutting him, they're still going to save $16.3 million in cap space if they do it before, you know, free agency starts in March and all those things. So it would take a big chunk out of it. Still, this is the hardest thing, David. How can the Chargers not get a lot worse without Keenan Allen, right? Is Josh Palmer ready to step up? You don't have very much left after Keenan Allen and after, you know, Mike Williams and Josh Palmer, and you're still from a physical or from a physical trait side of things, not the most well-balanced room. So we're going to talk about that and just also Justin Herbert, like taking away his best weapon, his guy he is most comfortable with, his security blanket and how that's going to affect him. But before that, I do need to tell you guys about my favorite protein bar on the plane. And of course, I'm talking about Bill Bars. And when I'm sad, one of the things that makes me feel better is being able to eat something that tastes great and also fits on my diet. And that's both things checked off by Bill Bars. Because not only with Bill Bars are you getting something that's low in carbs, low in sugar, low on calories, but you're also getting something that tastes great. You're busting up the monotony of your diet and all the boring things that you have to eat with your New Year's resolutions. You can have a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. You can get great flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, coconut, almond, double chocolate, and so much more. And all the bars are 100% covered in real chocolate as well. So you're getting it there. And it is now more widely available than it has ever been. Right now, it's so nice that instead of having to order my built bars, I could just run to Walmart and get a box from Walmart and get a pack of cookies and cream or coconut puff. Or I could go to Sam's Club and get an even bigger box. I could get a 13-bar box with one like brownie batter, churro, Whatever the great flavors they have are there, there's so many to choose from. That's the other thing, too, is just such a variety of flavors. When you're dieting, when you're trying to stick to something, it's hard because you're having the same thing so often. They have so many great flavors at Built Bar, and you can keep switching things up so you don't get bored of it. And that is such a big part of it. And the best thing is they taste great because if they didn't taste great, I wouldn't be able to eat them. So right now, guys, go to BillBar.com and use the promo code lockdown 15 You can save some money. You can get 15% off your next order at BillBar.com. So we've talked about why the Chargers would need to potentially cut Keenan Allen, why we're even having to have this conversation at this point because of the you know situation the Chargers have really put themselves in, right? A lot of places yeah. where you just you don't have air parents and it's hard to find replacements for Pro Bowl level players, right? Top ten to fifteen level players in some situations where I got guys who haven't been able to produce like that in the past, it's a business. And you can't be emotional about it as much as you, you know, there's so many emotions attached to having someone like Keenan Allen on your team with all the charisma and things like that he brings to the table. But at the just most basic level, David, like you go into this offseason and one of the biggest things that you say is you need to get Justin Herbert more explosiveness on his offense, right? Keenan Allen doesn't necessarily fit that mold, but ideally you would want to add to what you have, not lose anything from that, right? And that's the thing is just, If you get rid of Keenan Allen, who does Justin Herbert throw to on a big third down or fourth down, right? Are you trusting Mike Williams in that situation? We saw it against the Browns this year when they had to go to him on a fourth down, and he kind of got locked down, probably interfered with a little bit. But still, he's not necessarily that guy. I don't know if Josh Palmer is like that. Like, yeah, you could get more speed by cutting Keenan Allen, and you bring in a rookie or something like that, and we'll talk about the rookies. But, like, I just don't know how this helps Justin Herbert by getting rid of the guy who's been most consistent with him, his favorite target through his first three years. It,
1: that and, and I'm right there with you. I mean, it's just hard to conceive that you're going to be able to bring in somebody who is so dynamic on third down, who is just such a security blanket, has just an unbelievable knack and innate sense of the soft spots in the defense and the ability to win off the line of scrimmage right off the line of scrimmage without having that elite speed. That's what Keenan does. That, that's what Keenan is capable of doing. He gets hoping more than anyone else on the Chargers on Chargers offense you know, besides maybe Austin Eckler. But even then, it just, he's unbelievable in that security blanket for Justin. And that's, I think that's incredibly important to have. I don't know how you can take him off of this offense and then no matter what you do, whether you're signing a free agent or whether you're bringing somebody in from the draft, can sit here and expect that player to be able to step in to a future Hall of Famer's shoes and replace that type of production.
0: It's hard to imagine at this point where we sit right now. Another thing is too. I think another common misconception with some fans is just like you can't really cut Keenan Allen and then just go sign another receiver to replace him, right? I mean, if you're cutting him with without the post June first, you know, uh, designation, yeah, you're saving fourteen point six million. Like if you want to Allen, an Allen Lazard, right? If you want something like a Juju Smith Schuster, a Jacoby Myers, right? Guys, that you yeah. think you could come in and give you some of that production? like all those guys are going to cost 12 plus million. So there's no point in cutting Keenan for 15 million or even 17 million to turn around and give another receiver 12 million. That's and not, get worse. Maybe, yeah. Potentially maybe you get more explosive, right? Maybe you get a little faster and other things, but it's hard to imagine you get better with any of those guys. Those guys aren't the player that Keenan Allen is even at this point in his career, but based on what he was doing last year when he was healthy. Right. So yep. I think that's another misconception is like, just cause you cut Keenan Allen doesn't mean you can just go out and replace him right. with a free agent wide receiver. Right. Because that's just, a backwards way of thinking about it. You just you won't have cutting Keenan Allen by itself doesn't even get you under the salary cap, right? Yeah. Like you'd have to go Keenan Allen plus a bunch of other moves to open up enough space to even have that conversation. At that point, why are you cutting a dude for fifteen million just to go sign a twelve million dollar receiver who doesn't yeah. have that chemistry? Doesn't make quarterback, sense. Has never played in your offense. You don't know what it's going to translate like on a new team. And then with what they have right now, like it just cutting him puts the Chargers' wide receiver situation in a really dire spot because if you yeah. get rid of him. Then you just have Mike Williams and Josh Palmer. I think at this point with Josh Palmer, he struggled at times when he was forced to be a number one option this year or a number Mm -hmm. two option at times this year, right? I mean, I think you can argue, yeah, he's argue that he's a solid number three receiver, right, and shown potential. Maybe he's shown the potential he could potentially be a number two someday. But I just, I don't think he's ready to step up and, and replace Keenan Allen or do enough to cut into the production that they're losing with him.
1: Yeah, we've seen some decent uptick, you know, from his rookie year. He he had, you know, 48, uh, 49 targets, 33 receptions, 353 yards, four touchdowns. And he had a nice jump in his his sophomore season, you know, 72 receptions, 769 yards and three touchdowns. So, you know, doubled his amount of receiving yards and he did have a lot more opportunities. But like you said, there were some chance, you know, certain games out there where it felt like Josh Palmer disappeared and and he really wasn't a guy that was making any kind of significant difference on the offense. So to put that amount of pressure on Josh Palmer to have to step up and try to replace that type of production, it just doesn't seem like he's ready to step in. Even though you see some similar traits, you see some similar ability, it's clear that he's learning from Keenan Allen, but I don't think the Padawan is ready to replace the master quite yet.
0: Yeah, and I mean he gives you a little bit more speed, but we've never seen him translate as a deep target so far in two years. And yeah, it, he and had one fifty
1: yard touchdown what, against the forty nine. And it was a broken year, but... coverage,
0: right? Like yeah. he found himself wide open. It wasn't as sure. if he just kinda outran the defense. Uh you know, it was a it was a good play design that got DeAndre Carter, I think, the week before for a big game kinda like yep. that, or the week after, you know, opening drive touchdown. Yeah. Either way, it doesn't make you that much more explosive. It doesn't make you better. You're not going to get that much production out of it. And, like, I think the hard thing is, too, and another misconception that's out there is, like, just because you cut Keenan Allen and, and say, first of all, you're pigeonholing yourself, right? If you cut Cleo yeah. Mac, it feels like you have to draft an edge rusher in the first round, right? Yes. If you cut Keenan Allen, it feels like you have to take off a wide receiver in the first round, right? So it's giving yourself less flexibility with what you want to do in the draft because it feels like you need to add not even one multiple receivers and that's the other thing here too is it's like who have the Chargers drafted at wide receiver since Mike Williams right like they should have been planning for this they didn't have the other options when Mike Williams contract came up last year to let him walk away then now they don't have the options this year to let Keenan Allen walk away and it's partly mismanagement right you drafted KJ Hill as a seventh round pick okay he flamed out Joe Reed didn't turn anything as a fifth round pick you have guys like Dylan Cantrell as a sixth round pick right you didn't see these investments being paid into this position for when the chargers ended up getting to this spot and it's also a a receiver room that wasn't built correctly as far as guys with redundant skill sets and none of them really having quick twitch anything right they're not fast dudes they're not after the catch guys and they're not deep guys right yeah and the one thing i see is cut him get a first round receiver it's not going to be that easy david there's no first round receiver you're going to get this year that's going to be able to come in and fill the shoes of keenan Allen. it's just not going to happen
1: it's not. It's not at all. I mean, I don't care who you're getting. I mean, it, it could be, you know, somebody who's... Jalen Hyatt, Zay Flowers, a lot exactly. of those guys people those are targeting. quick twitch, you know, type of explosive college receivers. That's the college game. This is the pros. And Keenan Allen has been p- playing at the top of his position for the better part of a decade. So yeah. that intimate knowledge of defenses, that comfortability with the quarterback, the just unbelievable ability to get off the line of scrimmage and get open... You can't expect anyone to come in here, let alone a rookie, to be able to step into those shoes and really make it look anywhere close to what Keenan Allen is capable of doing on a game in and game out basis
0: when in you know the ideal world you're adding one of these dudes to keenan allen exactly right? you're That's getting what dudes you need that complement them better you're getting yeah. dudes that are going to open up things more for keenan allen and mike williams and what they do well right and what yes. mike williams and keenan allen do well would help rookie receivers yes when you don't have those guys the other guys have to worry about on third down it makes it a lot more easy to game plan when people know what the shtick is sure. and that you have less intimidating options to have to worry about so like adding a wide receiver. Sure. You know, you could get a nice compliment, a fast guy to go along with three guys who aren't very fast and Palmer, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. That's a well-rounded receiving room, right? Without Keenan Allen, it just becomes, uh, you know, where do you go? How do you get better? How does this help Justin Herbert? And it's hard to argue any of those things right now, because as we sit here with a 30 plus year old Keenan Allen, it seems like their best option at wide receiver is hopefully getting 17 games out of Keenan Allen in 2023. Yeah. That's yes. the, the the most productive receiver I could see it. You know, realistically being in this conversation, it's still keeping Keenan Allen. And that's why it's so hard because you put yourself in a cap spot situation now where that might not be an option, you know, him getting cut and him getting traded feels like a very, very real thing right now. And it sucks. You know, like we talked about, he's a really good yeah. player. A lot of Keenan Allen jerseys out there. He's a fun guy and he still got it and he's still elite when he's out there. It's just, you put yourself in a really, really tough spot and you didn't give yourself a lot of backup plans, but that is going to wrap things up for today's show. I'm excited to see how it plays out. I mean, it's going to be very interesting. I'm excited to see what the chargers and Ed McGuire and Tom Tulesco try to do to kind of finagle this thing and, you know, figure out how to make it work, but it's going to be really, really tough, but Tomorrow is a big day because we are turning the show over to you guys. We are getting into our Chargers mailbag, and if you have any questions about Keenan Allen or whatever Chargers related, make sure to hit us up at LAC. We'll be putting a post out on Twitter where you guys can ask your questions on there, or you can hit us up on our Lockdown Chargers voicemail line. If you guys want to call into to 323-524-7924 and give us a 30-second question, you are most likely going to get on the show if you keep it relevant. We love getting those voicemails as well. Maybe, maybe we'll hear from a tier, you know, he's – a long time caller, but you can also find the show anywhere you get your podcast from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever. make sure you're following there so you make sure you get those episodes on your phone. you don't have to go search for them, or just subscribe to the Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel as well. You can also find the show on the rest of our social media. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Talk Sports and David Drogmeyer on Twitter at talk SD as well as finding our Instagram at Lockdown Chargers and our Locked On Chargers Facebook page. Thank you guys as well for making us your first listen today. If you guys need a second listen, make sure to check out the Locked On NFL podcast. Me and David go on that all the time too. But it's just the best way to keep up with everything going on around the week. It's a nice bite-sized portion, getting local insights from all of the different experts that only Locked On can really give, having a coverage of every team every day but you can find it wherever you get your podcast from just like the locked on chargers podcast but make sure you guys are here tomorrow for the chargers mailbag getting into the biggest Chargers storylines and everything going on and then we have chris rump coming on thursday show so make sure you guys are here for that and subscribing and following all the right places so you make sure you don't miss that big time interview where we ask him the hard-hitting questions but until tomorrow guys take it easy and go Bolts.